Hello and welcome back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I'm Brandon and with me as always is Stephen, here to welcome you to the new year. Today is a special episode because Brandon and I will look back at 2018 both personally and collectively through the Everything Must Go podcast to discuss the highlights and lowlights of last year. Then we'll play everyone's favorite game off the top to split up the conversation a bit, as well as give our opinions on New Year's resolutions. Finally, we'll wrap up on our New Year's episode with some goals for 2019 and take some time to reflect on turning 27. Hell yeah, I'm so proud of you. We didn't even rehearse this opening, (laughs) folks, and Steven got through it. I'm so proud of him. I was waiting for some admiration. I was like, this is going real well. <laughs> if, if, if Brandon doesn't say something, like nothing has changed in 2018, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, what a, what a way to end the year. <laughs> Dude, what a definite way to end the year. Speaking of 2018, let's, let's take a look back at 2018. So... We can do this both personally and in regards to or in regard to the podcast. What were the highlights of of last year for you? Oh, dude, this is a long list of highlights. So, I'll I'll start off by saying that 2018 was the most adventurous year of my entire life. But some of the quick highlights would be I got a new job. I surprisingly went to Germany for two weeks. I didn't expect doing. I had a girlfriend for a little while. Not that that's that crazy, but I had not been dating for several years. Right. I hadn't hadn't had like an official girlfriend for several years. Um, Of course, we're no longer together, so that's, I guess, could be a low light too. I don't know. (laughs) However you want want to look at it. Um, And then we started this podcast my YouTube channel started getting like a lot of new people following it. Brandon and I's friendship went to a, a next level and then another next level. Like, it's been a lot going on this year. Just to name several things right off the uh, right off the top here. Yeah, no, I, I think that uh, for me, twenty seventeen kind of ended in a shit show. I, a, a long relationship that I was in ended. And I don't know if you remember my trip to Chicago in 2017, but I was pretty miserable at that point <laughs> in my life. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I really ended 2017 on a bad note. I mean, that, that year in general was a pretty pretty tough year, but then it kind of carried over into 2018 a little bit. I remember you and I would have phone conversations every night pretty much. I mean, you were my saving grace pretty much. From Don't give me too much credit. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I might have I might have dove into a deep, dark depression. Hey, I feel you. I mean, you've been, you've been there for me too. Like one thing I will say, like Brandon and I, when things get dark in our lives, we tend to turn to each other a lot of times and be like, and be the voice of reason for the other person. And that's just something that is really important to me. And I just wanted to make sure that we ironed that out right yeah, here. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that it's, you know, when you talk about our, our friendship went to one level and the next level, I think that that's why I wanted to bring that up because 2018 definitely started off with, you know, the rough patches of 2017 carrying over. But you and I were able to, you know, just talk about our goals and our aspirations and and uh, things started kind of turning around. Uh, one of my best friends got married. I was a best man in his wedding. Obviously, we started this podcast and and I came down to Chicago a couple times in 2018. Now, Stephen and I have a goal every year to try to see each other at least once. We, we kind of established that goal um, after I left University of Tennessee, Knoxville, where we met each other. And uh, so far, we've only missed one year, but uh, last year we saw each other the most since University of Tennessee, Knoxville, which was really cool. I mean, I stayed there, what, for an entire week that uh, that one time where we was that the was that the week that we had Winebox Poppy or did we have Winebox Poppy on after we had him on after that because I came yeah, down. Yeah, no, those are two different times. There was the first time, and, and that's that's why this year has just been so crazy. Because when you when you asked me this question, I forgot that actually the podcast didn't even exist. Like none of this stuff existed. Right. Any of the creative projects. I mean, I had a YouTube channel, but it was really the podcast that pushed everything. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, that that the wine box poppy thing was the second time that you came and visited, which was totally a surprise. Yeah, that was a surprise because I remember I came down for a week and we're like, yeah, let's take this seriously. We made some videos and did all this stuff. And then a couple weeks later, wine box poppy reached out to us and I was like, well, I guess I'm coming down to <laughs> Chicago again for a weekend. So that was that was just kind of a, a crazy surprise. And then I finally released my album, which we've talked about a bunch, which it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but it is because that album was on hiatus for three long years. And uh, so 2018 ended up being the first time I had that music to share with the world. So, uh, yeah, I mean, 2018 was definitely crazy for both of us, I think. Definitely. I, I think... It's worth mentioning for people who maybe don't know much of the backstory on how this podcast got started. It started in 2018 and it it wasn't even really that big of a deal at all. It was just we wanted to work on a creative project together of some sort and we don't live in the same state. Right. So it's kind of difficult to figure out what we can do that can be done so far apart from one another. And when the idea of podcasting came out, we decided it was something that we could do. But we didn't really have a lot, many expectations with it. It was just, all right, I'll Skype you, you Skype me, I'll press record on my phone, you'll press record on your phone, and then we'll just drop the audio into a Dropbox and just put it on top of each other. Right. And that was it. And Brandon wrote a theme song for it, and that was it. We're like, ah, we'll do it, I don't know, maybe once every two weeks we'll make a new episode. Don't know what the topic's going to be, but we'll just start with social media because it seems simple. And... After about three three or four episodes, we're like, I kind of like doing this. Let's put more effort into it. And then it wasn't really until maybe you came down and visited me in Chicago that we really decided, let's uh, let's see where this can go. Yeah. Well, I, I do – not to get too preachy or anything, but I do want to say for people out there who have these creative side projects that they're, they're really passionate about and they enjoy doing, you know, nothing has – nothing huge has really come from the podcast, at least not to this point. You know, we've met some really cool people through Instagram and our other social media platforms. I think the podcast definitely helped uh, both Stephen and I with our other creative ventures like music and for Stephen, his YouTube page. So, you know, you might have people that are like, why are you focusing on that? Go do this or go do that. But if it's something that you enjoy, it's something that you find fulfillment in, which is what I can I can sincerely say about this podcast, regardless of, you know, what the numbers might be. It doesn't matter. Like what matters is we're, we're putting in effort into something that we actually care about. And I think that that's, that really counts for something when you're trying to live a full life. Not to get too preachy, but I just kind of wanted to throw that out there. No, it's a really valid point because if we really cared about all that stuff in the very beginning, we would have just given up by now. Right. Because it's not like when you release a podcast that all of a sudden you get a bunch of listeners. At first, it's a difficult enough time to convince your friends and family to listen to you. It's like, hey, mom, hey, dad, check out this podcast. And I remember showing to my or telling my parents about it, and they're just like, it's an hour long? What, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> like nobody nobody even like knows what podcasts are still. I feel like people are just now starting to appreciate it as similar to a radio show. Yeah. It for some reason it just doesn't have like that uh normal it's it, it's not accepted in the way that it should be. And that's one of the reasons why I think you and I are both excited to work on something like this because we see that this is the future. This is where things are going and I didn't ever imagine that we would meet some of the people that we would over the course of this year between YouTubers, authors, people who are starting their own businesses, just the people who we, we've gotten in contact with and just a, what, eight, I'd really say like six or seven months really is how, when the podcast actually became more of a thing, like six months yeah. pretty much. Um, in just a short window of time, how many awesome people that we've met and how incredible the experience has been. I, if you would have told me before 2018 began all the stuff that would happen as a result of this podcast, I would, I would be like, all right, when are we getting started with this? Like, this sounds incredible. Let's get going. Yeah. Well, Steven and I often have the conversation where we're like, 
let's go back to 2016 and and talk to ourselves and say tell me that by 2018 me and Stephen are going to be on a podcast together and you'll visit Chicago Stephen will be living in Chicago and you'll visit him twice like we we like to do this every once in a while to reflect on just how much life can change in a matter of I mean just moments and it's it's really cool to reflect on but I think it just it, it goes to show you that regardless of the external validation that you might get which I will say I I freaking love when I get a text from somebody who's like, you know, where's the podcast episode this week? Or, you know, oh, I really liked your point about this or, you know, that thing I don't really agree with. Any of that stuff I get from people is awesome. I love it. I I love getting feedback. And definitely send us an email at emgpod at (laughs) gmail.com or a voicemail. (laughs) Uh, or five, DM us. Or DM, DM us on us. Uh, Instagram yeah. and uh, Twitter. Those are cool too. But the, the personal texts that I get are definitely validated and cool. But just altogether being on a creative project with Steven who is such a close friend of mine and being on a platform in which we can have these, I guess, in-depth discussions about things that you know might have some substance for us or for others who are listening it's 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 really cool regardless of what comes from it externally and that's i guess the biggest point to drive home yeah for me personally just on on the topic of how things have gone personally for me a big part of my realization this year is like we can build something like i've always thought in my head oh i, I can build something but on YouTube, I've never really had a good cadence going on how to develop subscribers or really like a, like a direction that my channel was going in. But this year, it's been really interesting because we've actually, or like, I guess I, I've actually found myself finding this sort of cadence on, you know, we've got an episode coming every week. Like, we're, we're pretty good about making sure that we've got at least one episode out on every Tuesday. Um... It, it's not always on Tuesday, but pretty much it's most of the time it's on Tuesday. We A lot of times we have more than one episode every week and developing that sort of schedule to do outside of your normal nine to five is something that's one, not everyone has the ability to do because it's, it's a tough balance. And two, it, it's really rewarding. It's, it's yeah. been a really exciting thing. And in regards to you, it's kind of cool seeing your development I mean, if you go back to episode one, we talk about your relationship with social media. This guy has over 2,000 followers on Instagram at the time of this recording, which doesn't sound like a big deal until you look at all the steps that it took to get you to that point. And to know that this is, I have no doubt in 20, what, the end of 2019, about to go into 2020, when we do our episode like this, it's going to be so radically different. We had no expectations now, and we're just building on it. Yeah, I, I'm pumped to see what comes of everything, and not to not to dim the light here. But what about adversity for us? Do you think that there's anything that stands out to you that you faced within this kind of surprising year that was a, a tough hurdle to get over? Yeah, a lot. So a, as much as this has been a, uh, I mean, I said it's been an adventure, and it really, really has been an adventure. Because, one, it's been difficult to – I changing jobs is always difficult. Um, going into a new relationship, then having the relationship end is always difficult. And then when you're in a relationship, trying to balance your creative endeavors with your job, um, w- with your, your relationship with someone, like that, yeah. that can all get pretty difficult. And, you know, there was a lot of times where I had to make the judgment call on do I – make sure I get this done, but I hang out with my girlfriend or uh, be tired for work tomorrow. Just trying to make all these, it's been a, it's been a big lesson on time allocation and, and really realizing what is important from the day to day. Is it this podcast? Is it my job? Is it my relationships with one another? So there's a lot of things in there that I had to balance a lot. And it was a very emotional year for me trying to do that there was a lot of times where and you you've heard a lot of them where i was like near tears just trying to make my next move and hoping that i'm making the right calculated move and wondering am i making an emotional move and how is this going to impact 
the next few months of my life and the rest of my life. And I think that I did pretty well at it, all things considered. But yeah, I'm as we near the end of this year, like I'm I'm pretty tired. <laughs> I feel like uh, it wasn't easy. It was not an easy year. <laughs> How about you? Yeah, no, I it's weird because I mean, I mentioned earlier that I was coming into this year off of a, a, a breakup with a really long relationship and a big thing for me was trying to because you know a, a relationship you're not when you're in a relationship you're not able to give you know 100% to just all the things that you want to do you have to make sacrifices and compromises for the your partner I mean that's what a partnership is is all about you're you're working together to try to get somewhere well you know, I think I, I took that a little too far and, and sacrificed a little too much of what was important to me, not by any fault of my partner, but I think that that was just something that I I personally took on. I always just tried to be the, oh, I'll take care of this. I'll handle this. I can, no, it's okay. Don't worry about me. I'll take the, but eventually you drain. And I think I kind of drained so much that when 2018 came around, I didn't have I didn't have much to give to myself anymore. I just always felt exhausted and and didn't know how to get started. And, you know, that was that was the biggest challenge. It was how do I find the motivation to pick up the pieces here? How do I find the motivation to really take care of myself? And I'll be honest, it's still something that I'm working through. You know, the 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 double edged sword here is although this year has been really great and a lot of cool things have happened those things are also kind of coming at an inopportune time. And what I mean by that is, you know, we talked about being prepared versus being ready. I don't feel like I was prepared or ready to really put a ton of effort into anything because I was still kind of cleaning up the the wreckage from, you know, what had happened. But I wasn't going to, you know, the world keeps spinning when, when shit goes down and I wasn't going to just stop this stuff from happening. So the podcast, you know, we tried to take it seriously because we cared about this and we wanted to do something with it. And then I had the best man responsibilities for this wedding. And then I decided to go to grad school and I had to, I had to move and I had to clean out my old apartment. And, and then I had to, get down to Rochester and then I had to get school going and then school happened. And then it was trying to keep up with two to three episodes a week of the podcast. (laughs) Then the album released and it was just one thing after the other. And so those are all awesome things. And I'm so glad that I can put them on the rack as this is what happened in 2018. It's going to be something I can look back on and be, be proud of. But at the same time, I am fucking exhausted. (laughs) It's it, you know, it not being able to, I think, fully just take care of my personal health because I was I had my hand in so many pots, you know, it definitely does have have a toll on you. But I think that that's why it's good to have projects like this one with Steven. Steven understands you know, my personality, he understands what I've gone through and stuff. And so he's a partner that I can trust and he'll trust that, you know, eventually I'm going to get to where I need to be. But as, as far as adversity goes, I'd say that that's the biggest thing is coming into the year on such a rough patch and then trying to scramble to keep up the pace with all these things that are kind of rolling out. Oh, yeah, dude. I I, I relate to that so much. So many times just being like, are we going to get this podcast episode out tomorrow? Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) I guess we're staying up late. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think there was a couple times where I – we recorded at like 10 or 11 or something, and then I had to edit the episode. There was one day where I had to edit the episode – like on my breaks at work and I was just stressed the fuck out because it was, you know, I don't know that, that day was not, I was like, I I don't care how late I have to stay up in the future. I am not trying to do this on my breaks at work. And that just happened to be a week where the audio was just shit. So I had to like make a lot of corrections. Oh yeah. Speaking of, (laughs) go ahead. What are you going to say? I was going to say, I just think like, that's just something in general where we learn that there are times where you just have to cut your losses. Yeah. Like, no matter what, like, 
there there is you wanting to get something out there and, and getting it done, but there's also times of, dude, what we're doing is actually not worth it today. We got to make sure that we're keeping each other in check here to a certain point. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that that's a huge thing with looking back on a previous year. I think it's all a learning experience, learning process. You know, for instance, with this podcast, towards the end of the semester, I was just I had five papers due, I had an exam due, I had all this shit that I had to accomplish and rush to to complete at the end of the year. So number one, a big thing that I've always had a problem with is procrastination. I need to work on <laughs> procrastination. But number two, that's something that we can, you know, as podcast hosts learn from. Maybe next next semester we record po- episodes in advance so that we yeah. have some in, on the back burner. We used to do that, but then because we got so active on our social media, we had things that we wanted to to plug on the episodes, we kind of got away from doing that. But these are just things that we can learn from <laughs> yeah. and 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 go on into the next year with thinking, hey, we, we made this mistake last time or, hey, maybe we get a little better here. I mean, you guys have probably noticed if you're a listener of every episode, we've added things here and there like the, off the top, which we're going to play halfway through. We've had uh, – you know, different additions like Christmas music in the background of our talking Ooh, last episode. Ooh, that sounded nice, dude. I liked it. I liked that. Hopefully you guys liked it too. Yeah. No, it was – all these little things, you know, we – even though it might take a little more effort, I, th- I think – I mean you could probably attest to this, but it it's something that you can be proud of creating and, and be proud of or feel fulfillment in. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm super proud of go, going back and listening to these – different episodes. I mean, sometimes I'll go back and not like the way that I said something. There's definitely episodes where I say like too much oh, yeah. or where I don't agree with a point that I made as strongly as as when I made it at the time. But that's all part of it. That's all part of the fun. There's something beautiful in going back and seeing the progress that you made from when you started, especially knowing how low our expectations were when we started this and just seeing how much we've changed as people. It's really cool. It's like super cool to me. I, I think so too. Do you remember what you said to me when we first, like when we first finished our first episode? Uh, I don't think so. You said, uh, if we do it right, we're going to look back on this episode and think that it was dog shit compared to our <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to do that then. Well, I actually listened to it because I – so I live about two hours away from my family. And so I drove drove, uh, home for Christmas. And listening to that first episode, I was just astonished with how often I said like as well. It was really (laughs) annoying. But that goes to show I think that both you and I have gotten more comfortable – just Definitely, yeah. Having a conversation and having it at least feel more natural, and and then also, I don't know. There there are just little things that can be cleaned up. I don't think we're like our episode had this really long intro that I read off. You remember that? Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now we like alternate. I don't know. It's it's just cool to see uh, the evolution of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool i'll give you that okay cool (laughs) (laughs) dude good talk good talk all right you want to play off the top let's just play off the top now yeah i feel like we're we're losing a little momentum here let's uh let's get back into it all right folks you know what that song is it's off the top time where Stephen and I will take a, a quick second to ask each other questions. We can't think about it too long. We just got to answer them real quick. And here we go. Ask the first question, Stephen. Go. Favorite video game accomplishment? Uh, division getting my player to level 30. <laughs> it's lame, but that was my favorite. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> that was my favorite game, The Division. Uh, how would you rate your improv skill? Uh, improv skills out of a uh, ten. <laughs> out of ten. Five point seven. Five point seven. <laughs> All right. Uh, dumbest thing you've ever said in the middle of sex. Oh, 
Holy shit. <laughs> I don't even know. I can't think of it. But I know that a funny joke by Dane Cook is he says, my dick feels like corn. I definitely haven't said it, but... Oh, God. <laughs> that's a stupid-ass thing to say. Uh, what's your Jeez. favorite Digimon? Uh, Patamon. He's great. He's got the little wings. He's kind of cute, and he's he's tough. I think it's a he. <laughs> I don't think they have gender. I don't know. Uh, what sport do you know an embarrassingly little about? Ping pong. <laughs> if you were a Jedi, what color would your lightsaber be? Oh, uh, blue. 100% blue. Well, I, I can't choose like a color that, that doesn't exist, right? I can't be like, I want it to be magenta. Uh, no, you can't. And that's the game. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Just blue then, yeah. <laughs> it's my Don't. favorite color. I know like the reason Just the, the most simple, <laughs> the, like the obvious choice for every Jedi, just blue. You, you automatically start off with that lightsaber anyways. <laughs> Would it be double-sided or anything? Are you not fancy? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, wait, is Darth Maul has a double-sided one, right? Yep. Yeah, Darth Maul was really cool. I like him. Except for he's the most anticlimactic bad guy in any Star Wars movie. Yeah, they definitely... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he gets his ass kicked, like, so fast. What are you talking about? He kills Qui-Gon. Yeah, but, like, I don't even know who Qui-Gon is. <laughs> he was one of the best dueling Jedi. Yeah, but, like... No one talk. People talk about Luke Skywalker. People talk about Anakin. No one talks about. Yeah, there were three movies. Now, five movies that had Luke Skywalker. There was only one movie with Qui Gon. And if That's you actually wasn't that are good. a hardcore Star Wars <laughs> fan, you'll know that Qui Gon Jinn is actually really renowned and respected. Well, first off, what you're describing is not me. And second <laughs> off, uh, yeah, I just I don't think. No one remembers him. He's forgettable. Darth Maul, he lives on in my head. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> All right. So before we go into the next stuff, I just want to know, what's your opinion on, like, New Year's resolutions in general? Do you think they're good? Do you think they're pointless? What, what, what's your thoughts on them? So I make goals – I don't know if you consider those New Year's resolutions, so I guess it depends on the definition. But every year going into a new year, I make a list of maybe 20 goals. That sounds that exactly like New Year's resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> you just call them goals so they're not New Year's resolutions? I call them goals. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be, there'll be workout ones, professional ones, creative ones, relationship ones. I'll, I'll make a big, a big list, whether it's rekindling friendships it's uh, bench pressing a certain amount. I don't know. Things like that. Get a new job. Get a promotion. I make a list. And then at, as I accomplish one of them, I, I put it in green font. So I'll, I periodically look at them over the course of the year. And as I do them, I put them in green font. And then if I don't do them, they just stay in black font. And 2018 has been my best year with actually putting ones in green. Hell yeah. I was just about to ask you that. If you've uh, had a successful year thus far. Yeah, it's been pretty good because a lot of times I won't actually hit too many of the goals, but I'll be kind of in close. I, they're, they're sort of lofty sometimes, but um, I, I've been like in very close range to a bunch of them, and it's really cool seeing the ones I checked off. Do you have any notable ones that you'd want to mention? Um, I don't usually talk about them too much, but I will say going to a new country I'd never been to before was on the list, and that was totally unexpected yeah. when I ended up going to Germany. It's crazy that that happened from a job, too. It wasn't like you took a vacation and were like, I'm just going to travel somewhere. I know. It was, hey, you're starting off. We're <laughs> sending you to Germany. Yeah. So that was that was one on there that was kind of cool. Um, and then I also wanted to like rekindle some friendships with something on there, and I have actually reconnected with some people. And that's been kind of nice yeah. just to do that. Because I do think there's a lot of value in if, – if you valued someone at one point in your life, I think sometimes it's just circumstances that pull people apart. But it's not to say that you couldn't reintroduce them to your life again. If you, yeah. found, something if you found something valuable about them at one point in time, I don't know, give it a shot again. I think that's something that I'm a big fan of doing. Well, and I think for a lot of people, you know, there's – 
there's different forms of grief and losing people, even if it's just friendships, it's, you know, considered like in an ambiguous loss because this person is still alive and they're still around, but you just don't have a relationship with them anymore. But if, like you said, if you had something that was of value at one point, you know, re reconnecting in some way might allow, you know, both parties to find closure in, in some way, shape or form. So I definitely respect that. I think for New Year's resolutions in general, the only problem, and I, I do really like that you set these goals. And I think that that's important for anybody to, to have motivation to, to set forth and try to accomplish something. The only thing is, I, I feel like it's, it's weird that there's this phenomenon of just doing it when the new year rolls around. I mean, I guess it makes sense because yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's the start of a new year, but it's not really, I don't know. It's not really the start of anything new. It's, it's just the calendar, you know? So my thought process is, I guess it, it's good to keep, it's a good way to keep track of, of time and everything. But uh, I don't know. I, the reason I mention this is because I'm actually like historically horrible when it comes to being, I'm going to start on Monday and then Monday comes around. <laughs> I don't start. And then I'll be like, it's okay. I'll start Wednesday. And then Wednesday comes around. Oh, I'm already halfway through the week. I'll just start next Monday. And then I just keep on that cycle over and over again. And I feel similarly with new year's resolutions where it's like, okay, I'll start this in 2019. I didn't do it all 2018, but I'm going to start this call 2019 and try to accomplish that. Do you? That's when you're tre- that's when you're treading in some dangerous waters. There, I can't do that. My thing is, I, I there's a certain amount of allowing yourself t- to get something out of your system before you start something. I do believe in that. So if you want to do like a, all right, I'm gonna for um, I think it was I, I was this year. I wanted to to bench press a certain amount by March 1st, and okay. I hit it, actually. I wanted to bench press 225 right on March 1st, and oh, then I did humble it. humble brag. Humble brag, look humble how, brag. Look how strong and, Steven and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I did it. And then after I did it, um, I, I had, like, one meal where I just ate terrible, and then I decided, all right, from this point forward, I got to start eating a little bit healthier. So I would... I couldn't just do it. I, I can't do the immediate thing. So what I do is I, I, uh, I do the gradual thing. Everything with me is always gradual. Instead of just cutting things out immediately, I know I can't do that. So I'll just say, all right, I'm, if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to Subway, I'm not getting a foot log. I'm moving now to a six inch. <laughs> Start small. <laughs> well, I feel like you're really good at this, though, where even if you – because I've talked to you over this past year when you were supposedly eating healthy and you're like, yeah, I just had pizza the last three days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but you're really good at not letting that cripple you. Whereas yeah. <laughs> me, if I have like one slice of pizza, I'm like, all right, well, I ate crappy today, so I can't work <laughs> out either. <laughs> I, I get to these like perfectionist modes where if I don't do everything correctly, I'm not going to do any of it at all. And so it, it really impacts me. And I, I recognize it consciously that I do this, but whatever, for whatever reason, my brain, when it comes time to actually make the decisions, I'm not able to get over that hump. I have been able to in the past, but since that, you know, since the, the rough patch of 2017 into 2018, these are the bad habits that I've created that I now need to break. Dude, I'm so crazy competitive and hard on myself that if I didn't give myself, like, a free pass for eating pizza for three days in a row to allow myself to say, hey, it's fine, like, you're, as long as the general pattern is improvement, you're good to go. If I didn't have the mentality, like, I would go crazy. I think it's, it, it is a necessary thing to, because I, I, I always say with people, I'm not impressed with people who go on a diet for a year and get in incredible shape for a year. And then the next year, by the end of it, they're just back to where they started. Like, that doesn't impress me. The thing I always find impressive is when people can can get into a like consistency, like where overall they're doing okay or they're gradually getting a little bit better over time. I just feel like everything that you try to go all in 100%, like you're going to get burnt out on. It's tough. So you heard it here first, folks. Those of you trying to lose weight, your main goal should be to impress Steven. 
<laughs> if you lose the weight, oh, God. but you just lose it for a little bit, that's not impressive to Steven, and you're still a schmuck. <laughs> Dude, I'm the pretentious one of the podcast. We just found that out. You heard it here. Call it out. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go into what what are some goals for 2019 now. This can be personally, I know you said you don't really like to talk about these yeah. too much, or just with the podcast if you want to keep it less personal. What what do you have for your goals for 2019? Okay, so I yeah, I'm not big on talking about the goals per se, but I also like I like holding myself a little bit account- accountable to them. So I, I would say this. I want to consistently get at least one new episode out every single week. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt in that. I'd like to be able to do at least two episodes when it's possible. I'd like to get bigger guests than we've ever had before that we can spotlight and introduce in some capacity. I would like to personally do some YouTube collaborations, which was something I didn't really get to do much of in this year because I was so busy working on the podcast and doing some other things. So I'd like to take a step up with that. And I would like to kind of... I basically, I want to just keep the momentum going that I have currently, and so I don't want to. I don't want to fade. I don't want to say that I'm exhausted from 2018. So 2019, I'm gonna start off slow. I just want to keep building on what I'm doing here, and that's the goal. Yeah, for me, I think it's all about establishing good habits, healthy habits, and good habits for. Not only me on a day-to-day level, but also I want to be able to keep with the consistency. You know, it really upset me that I wasn't able to do that episode the week that we that I had all those papers. I don't want to miss a week this this coming year. So that's a goal of mine is to to always be able to be here and be present with the podcast. I also I'm I'm currently working on my next album which will actually just be an EP, a six-song EP. I have four of the songs written for it. I want to have it finished in 2019 in terms of all the songs written and I would also like to um at least have the the songs ready to be mastered where I'm doing all the instrumentation and you know at least having having a good base for all these things to where I can start mixing things together and mastering it and possibly even release it next year or in 2020. Um, I think another thing is just continuing with, with the consistency in my schooling. Uh, I did talk last last week about my grades and I thought that I was I was gonna have the, the grade for my last class by this episode, and I do. So I ended up with two A's and a B in my first semester in grad school, which I'm pretty pumped about. And I want to keep that consistency, but also improve in my, uh, like you were talking about, time allocation. Because I do have a lot of things that I want to be able to focus on, and procrastination doesn't really have room for me with all these things I need to balance. So allocating my time efficiently and wisely. I also, just a huge thing, I want to start drinking a lot of water because I've realized it's weird. <laughs> like we talked about. Yeah, we talked about earlier today. It's weird because when I drink a lot of water, it, you know, I typically drink energy drinks to get energized, which is horrible for you. I'm trying to cut those out because they're both addictive and they just tear up your insides. But when I drink water, I get the same impact, if not more fulfilling it like i know sustainable impact throughout an entirety the entirety of the day so that it needs to be a huge goal of mine to make sure that i'm getting enough water and staying hydrated so i don't uh dry out like spongebob in that episode sandy <laughs> pinky up pinky up i i don't need it <laughs> i need it's, it uh, yeah it's funny i i Earlier today, I was quoting that. <laughs> I was quoting that with my brother. SpongeBob is is the goat, man. I yeah. I need to go back and watch that show because I just remember so many episodes, just finding it so goddamn funny. But I have. Well, let's make it. that a goal. Yeah. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. We'll, we'll together. Watch SpongeBob together. <laughs> 
We'll Skype each other while let's we watch it. Let's do it. Let's it. Twitch stream it. We'll Twitch we'll stream, stream us watch. watch. <laughs> there we go. There's a goal I didn't talk about. Oh, yeah, Twitch. Maybe. Yeah, definitely a goal is I've got the computer set up to do it. We're going to do some more Twitch streams. I mean, we've, only, we've really done one, if you want to call it a one Twitch stream that we did. Uh-uh. We've done two. That one that I went live on Twitch. And everything was frozen because my computer doesn't have oh, a strong yeah, enough yeah. processor. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's something we plan on doing is uh, really putting more time and effort into that. And I'm going to put more time in, into doing my, uh, I think, YouTube live streams every once in a while are kind of cool. Post show. Well, one thing that's unique about you and I is that our birthdays are both in January, oh, which oh, yeah. is real close to the new year. Do you yeah. ever – for me, whenever I – the new year comes around, it's kind of – it's always reflective, not just because it's a new year, but because my birthday is January 3rd. So, yeah. you know, it's right next to the new year, and I, I turn – you know, 27 this year. Do you ever get that feeling too, where it's like the new year and your birthday are kind of attached or are you far enough out where it doesn't feel that way? No, I, I always do this because I mean, I'm the 21st of January, so it's a little bit later. Right. But I, uh, I always think about it because I'm a, I'm very much like a big numbers person. So I'm always thinking about, I don't know, everything in years and in ages, I'm usually pretty good at pinpointing, oh, okay, at 23, I was doing this. At 17, I was doing this. So I'll be doing that again. And 27, to me, sounds kind of old. <laughs> like, not old, but when you're in your upper 20s, it sounds like it's a significant place. So, yeah, I've uh, I've enjoyed being 26, but being 27, I feel like there's an added pressure to do something big. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's... I'm putting too much pressure on myself, but I'm always thinking about things in terms of, and because it's it's a new year, it's like wiping the slate clean, kind of, and then starting over again. Yeah. Or basically, you can't ever uh, like for me, I can't ever get too satisfied with where I'm at. So if I feel like 26 was a huge success, then I feel like I'm gonna, I'm going to lose momentum going into 27. So I'm thinking 26 was just was just another step. Now I'm, I've, I've got to do something. I've got to reinvent myself again. Every year is reinventing yourself. Do you think there will ever be a point where you feel like, finally, finally I made it? No. No? I do not think that point exists. I do think, I do think there are moments that you need to actually, like, take a step back and say, wow, I know I've had one at 21, 20, somewhere in that range, where I took a step back and I was like, whoa. The life that I wanted right now is actually kind of what I, where I'm at. Like, I'm kind of doing what I envisioned where I wanted to be in two years. So I do think that that is important. And I had one of those moments recently where I took a step back and I looked at myself and I was like, oh, actually, as difficult and frustrating as this year has been, I think I put in the framework for how I want my life to be now. And it may not be exactly where I want it to be, but the framework is there. Now I just have to build upon it. Yeah. I I agree in the, it's weird because there have been times in my life where I'm just like god I'm so I've just busted my ass. I'm so burnt. I just like I need some time to just relax. But I think I've found in those times in which I've gotten complacent or I've I've relaxed have actually always been the worst times and the times when I was <laughs> busting my ass and working really hard and, and feeling proud. Yes, they were adverse and they were challenging, you know, all of those words wrapped into one, but they were so fulfilling. And I think that that was a big lesson I learned at 26. And I think that that will carry me on into the next years of my life. But I, I do also agree with the fact that 27 does feel old. It's, it's weird because I still feel young. And mm -hmm. I know people above 27 are like, you are young. And people <laughs> yeah, say yeah. that. But it's, I don't know, you're three years away from 30. <laughs> so it's it's like, I don't know, it, it's almost like a new realm. And I, I just, I really want, each, each year that I, you know, I have my birthday right around New Year's, I, I kind of take a look back at things and, you know, I get a little... 
I, I beat myself up a little bit because I'm like, I'm not where I should be, which I will say that it, that's not a very healthy way to look at things. No. <laughs> because, number one, what are you comparing to? You know, is it this external source that tells you that this is where you should be at this age? Which I know that we, we do definitely have those pressures from society, from your from your family, from your friends. You know, people say, oh, oh you're not done with college yet or, you know, whatever the, the case may be. Um, you, you definitely have that. But I just think it's your life is unique to you. So whatever pace you go at, as long as you are taking the steps, like Steven said, where, you know, he feels like, oh, I took another step here. Don't get complacent and keep going. I, I think that that's, that's the ultimate goal. But, but it is weird to, to feel like I still have so much to learn and I'm 27 already. <laughs> going to be 27 already. I mean, I guess I, I should always feel like I have a lot to learn, but, but it, well, yeah, yeah, I, I think that the feeling young thing is I feel young. Like I don't, I don't like to me, I try to look at age just being a number, but I do understand where it gets a little bit difficult sometimes, but I'm just thinking like, yeah, let's, let's go. Like, let's, let's keep the momentum going. We're young. We're, we're not tied down to anything. We got to capitalize on that. Yeah. Dude, this is going to be a really weird. This will be a really weird episode to look back on. Yeah. (laughs) Like as much as any of them, just to hear, our our thought processes on what's going on in the world are in, are in our world right now. Yeah, no, it is. That's one thing that I love about not to. We keep going back to how awesome this podcast is, but it is cool to have these these episodes on a platform where we can go back and look on them because they are going to yeah. be somewhat of a time capsule for our lives and. <laughs> it it is funny because things can change so rapidly. I mean, we just talked about in 2018, all these like different things that happened in the matter of months. And, yeah. you know, the, the same thing can happen with all phases of life. So it's, I don't know. I, I guess back to a, a goal for 2019 is I really, the, the biggest habit I want to establish is patience with myself. Patience mm. in the literal sense of time, you know, understanding that things take time to develop and not feeling rushed, but also patience. You know, like I talked about, if I have a day where I eat a piece of pizza, it it doesn't turn into, oh, I can't work out now <laughs> because I ate that, that crappy piece of pizza. I Being patient with myself and saying, it's okay that you didn't do everything that you were supposed to do. You tried to do most of the things or you just had one bad thing, let it go and and move on. And so I think that that's a, a, a big step to, to try to take for myself in, in this next, in 2019, but also as a uh, wise, wise old 27 year old man. Yeah, we're so wise. We're so freaking wise, dude. Any anything else that you wanted to talk about before final thoughts? Mm. No, you know what I do want to talk about. Twenty nineteen is going to be the year that Stephen comes to Minnesota. That is one of my goals in twenty nineteen. I would. <laughs> l- I've never been to Minnesota, and on top of that let's say also wisconsin because it's so close to illinois and i've never been there before okay let's make it happen i mean i don't know what there is to see in wisconsin but i guess milwaukee <laughs> i don't really know yeah. i need friends to go to milwaukee with i don't know yeah well, you could take a mega bus to milwaukee and madison this is true this is true yeah i mean i think i just in general won 2019 as much as it was emotionally unsettling and kind of all over the place, my twenty uh, for my twenty eighteen, I kind of just want more of the same for twenty nineteen, but maybe more of the good emotions and less of the bad. <laughs> yeah, that would be ideal for sure. <laughs> I think that would be the ideal situation. And then you and I see each other. Maybe I go to Minnesota. We meet some awesome guests. My YouTube channel. I want my YouTube channel to do like get a lot bigger. That would be really cool. You know what video you should post on YouTube? What? Real moves. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days. One of these damn moves. days. This is a video that we recorded when I was down in Chicago back in what? June? July. July. <laughs> and he still hasn't fucking posted. 
<laughs> it's just, it takes a lot of editing. A lot of editing hours. Yeah. It's really in-depth. Yeah. Sounds like our, our uh, it sounds like it's final thoughts. Time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final thoughts. <laughs> All right, my final thoughts are, I think for, I'm going to try to take this, the, the microscope off of myself and Steven and, and, and say to the audience that I really hope that your 2019 is fantastic. I hope that you have goals that you strive for and that you're motivated to, to accomplish. Don't give up. A lot of people, they always say that you see the most people at the gym for the first couple of weeks in the new year and then the, the normals stay and everybody else... Kind they don't even impress away. me either. Yeah, they don't impress Steven. <laughs> That's the truth. Me, man. It's like, stick around. <laughs> no, but it doesn't matter if it's a, a physical goal or a mental goal, emotional goal. Stay with it. Be patient with yourself, just like my goal is for myself. Be patient. There isn't this external timeline that people are going to try to put on you. Um, your life is going to go at your pace. Understand that the world keeps spinning. And that you're going to have to roll with the punches sometimes. You're going to face that adversity. But overall, I hope the best for you all. Thank you so much for being a part of my 2018. And uh, yeah, have a have a happy new year. Yeah, I wanted to say thank you guys for listening to this podcast. What started out as just a thing that Brandon and I were doing for fun. And knowing that you guys have told us that it means something to you. And... And even just doing the live streams and talking to some of you and and having some of you come over to my YouTube channel has been really cool. And just growing as a person through each episode and through these discussions and meeting a lot of creative people and a lot of the ups and downs and roller coaster that 2018 really truly was for me. It was the most exciting year of my entire life. And I have no doubt that 2019 will have a lot of excitement to it as well. So thank you, everyone, for being a part of the show. And um, if you do like listening to us, you can always reach out to us on our Instagram and Twitter at EMGpod. You can also send us an email, which is emgpod at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail if you do feel so inclined, 513-427-EMG5. Aside from that, anything else you wanted to say, Brandon? No. Again, have a happy new year. Have a happy new year, and we will talk to you all soon. Take it easy.